Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Why It Matters. You know, while physical stores are now welcoming more consumers, digital shopping habits formed during the COVID 19 pandemic have continued to be relevant. According to Meta's seasonal holidays study, 67% of year end shoppers in Apex say they discover new products in store, while an almost equal figure, about 66%, find new products on their mobile phones. And according to Forrester, 70% to 85% of e commerce in this region will be conducted by phone in 2023. Now, this will in return drive conversational commerce, yes, the sale of goods and services via messaging apps, and it'll eventually become an integral communication and sales channel for businesses and consumers, especially as popular year and retail sales come near. To help us understand conversational commerce a lot better, we've got Lawrence Ben, who is the technological uh, the technology evangelist for communications APIs at Voynage. Good morning, Lawrence. Good morning to you and everyone. Well, actually, good evening to you because I'm you're in California. Beautiful place. Well, and so is Singapore. I've <laughs> always enjoyed my visits to Singapore. Thank you so much, sir. Okay, let's talk a little bit about your company. It's an American cloud communications provider operating as a subsidiary of Ericsson. Interesting. Tell us a bit more about it, some of the business products as well. Absolutely. So Vonage is, we're, we're in the market for business communications. That includes unified communications, contact center, but also importantly, APIs uh, that allow people to build any application they want. And then a year ago, uh, we brought Jumper.ai, a company founded in Singapore, uh, an innovator in conversational commerce into Vonage to be a part of the rest of the sort of communications portfolio. So we're very, very, we're very, very intrigued by conversational commerce with the kind of use of messages and, and use, using messaging in order to sell things uh, that we saw sort of happening across the Asia markets and that uh, Jumper had noticed and that we were able to uh, then step into. Mm. What's your presence in APEC like? Uh, it's very strong. Uh, I mean, a good proportion of our sales. I mean, you say, uh, while we're uh, based in America and we are now part of and a wholly owned subsidiary of Ericsson, a Swedish company, uh, we're very much a global company. We've been across Asia and all of Southeast Asia, the, all the uh, China areas, India, Australia, New Zealand for a long, long time uh, and, and have customers worldwide. So certainly very interested in the Asia market. Mm. I'm quite intrigued by this idea of conversational commerce. Now, from the very little I understand, it's basically the sales of goods and messaging, the goods and services via messaging apps. But could you expand on that for me? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's very much driven by the simple idea that you want to be where your customers are, okay. right? Uh, if everybody's downtown, that's where you want your store. If everybody's on messaging apps, uh, then that's where you want to meet them. And then it's reinforced by the idea, well, how much can you get done uh, you know, if you're in WhatsApp, if you're in mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger, if you're in, you know, many of the other messaging applications. And so the technology innovation is getting more done in those channels so that you can uh, integrate with inventory, for example, that uh, you can integrate with a bot 
that will automate it. You can integrate with live agents. You can integrate with payment systems so that not just I tell you about something, but you can, you're now interacting. You're asking questions. You're seeing things from the catalog. You're saying, I like those shoes. I don't like those shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're able to ask a complicated question that the bot doesn't answer, and suddenly you're getting smarter answers because there's a human on the other end. And then suddenly you say, okay, I'll take those, and you're transacting the payment and then you're getting them shipped to you all within messages. Now, obviously, classically, you could do this on the web, uh, but as you know, everybody in Asia carries the web in their hands, and they do everything with their thumbs. It's all on your mobile device, and messaging has become a sort of dominant form of using your device. You use it with all your family. You're now using it with businesses, and now you can use it to buy. So if you know there's something you want to buy, um, you can go somewhere. So it couples very nicely for uh, organizations with their advertising strategies, with their social media strategies. Why am I putting any money into social media and these messaging channels if at the end of the day I'm going to send you somewhere else? Please call this, uh, please, please call this phone number in order to actually do something. I'm not going to do that. If mm. I can't do it right there, right then, you, you just lost me. So the idea of, well, I'm spending money and I'm advertising on Facebook, I'm advertising in social messaging, why can't I just do the whole thing right there? Right. And um, there, there was an interesting uh, uh, case study uh, that was actually in Forbes uh, where uh, L'Oreal uh, was having a, a whole day uh, of a, sort of a beauty um, campaign, an all-day virtual beauty festival. And their goal was to see, okay, can we sell, you know, a month's worth of sales uh, in the 24 hours that we're running this? So they were using Facebook. They had engagement going on in Facebook, and then they wanted to be able to sort of quickly say, okay, now I'm chatting with you in Facebook Messenger, and now I'm actually transacting the business, right? It all just flows, if you like, from the uh, the marketing event right into sales. And they managed to sell, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, four times their daily average just in, in, in that day. So um, that's an example, and we have a lot of sort of beauty brands and and luxury brands who are saying, um, I need to reach consumers. I need to reach them where they are. And if I reach them in social media channels, I expect to be able to sell. Lawrence, I appreciate that example of L'Oreal. That's brilliant. It really helps conceptualize anything. And I got to admit, I hate using my smartphone to do these things. But I guess we're in the age of if you can't beat them, you got to join them, right? Yes. I mean, uh, um, for many, many people, the mobile device is their computer. Um, you know, uh, the United States, in some sense, is far behind. Singapore and Asia and sort of really appreciating uh, how everybody's on their mobile device, how everybody's in their social messaging channels. Um, So we're seeing it come first there and then to, you know, Latin America, uh, the Middle East and and Europe. Uh, So I'm, I'm, I'm reporting from uh, 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 the the, the last continent on the block who really, really understand Mm -hmm. messaging. And you're speaking from the, uh, the first continent on the block who has really, really pushed uh, the envelope of messages. That's a great way to set up this next curious point of mine. As far as regions go, with regard to conversational commerce, are we seeing different platforms dominate? For example, is it more, and again, it's just an example, is it more dominant to use Facebook Messenger in the US, whereas here in Asia, it's more dominant to use Instagram Messenger, that type of thing? Yes. I mean, so it, it absolutely completely varies by country. Mm. So you get countries and regions where WhatsApp is very dominant, uh, you know, many places. Uh, you get certain areas where it's fiber. You obviously get certain areas where it's line. 
Um, you get uh, Facebook Messenger, particularly Facebook Messenger if it's tied into a Facebook page. You know, I'm already on the page, and then I'm, you know, I don't know whether it's Messenger or not, but I'm just chatting uh, on, on the page, so I don't have to have adopted that necessarily. I sort of fall into it uh, by being on a Facebook page. Um, and so absolutely varies by different country and different region, and that means we have to integrate, you know, across all these channels. We have to make sure that wherever you are, uh, if we're working with an organization and they say, well, all of our customers are coming to us through WhatsApp, we need to make it work in WhatsApp. If all of our customers are coming through uh, Facebook pages and Messenger, we need to work with that. Is that the same in terms of, you know, when customers are at the evaluation stage, deciding, you know, whether or not they want to purchase this product? Um, well, I mean, one of the things about the modern sort of cloud economy is it's very easy to get started. Um, it's very easy to sort of experiment and start things. And you might, I mean, particularly given that you're tying conversational commerce, typically to your marketing initiatives, you may say, okay, we're going to have a campaign. We're going to do this advertising. We're going to try and get more out of it. We're going to try and get some return on that. Let's try some messaging. Let's see what happens. Let's staff it a little bit. Um, and then I can come back and do more. So, you, you know, you're not sort of making this big all or nothing decision. You're always incrementally, you know, we, we, we charge as you go, uh, depending on what you use, what you sell. Uh, you know, if you do nothing, uh, we don't get paid. So, you, you, you can start for nothing if you're doing nothing, but as you as you incrementally build, then we share in our customer success. And that sort of incremental iterative approach is a very cloud-based approach that our customers take. Mm. Lawrence, what is uh, Voyager's outlook when it comes to conversational commerce? Well, um, we've seen, you know, reports of, uh, you know, uh, Bain & Company and, and uh, Juniper and various firms you know, report this as a market with, you know, tens of billions of dollars of, of, of potential. And it is an outflow of e-commerce. We know how rapidly mm-hmm. e-commerce has grown. Um, and and it, in some sense, it's next generation e-commerce. It's saying, well, e-commerce is great, but I'm not always on a web browser or on a reasonable size screen. I'm often in these sort of messaging environments and I'm often responding to, you know, offers or, or coupons or discounts. And it's saying, okay, well, I need to extend you know, my shop presence to where I'm, where I'm talking to you, which is mm. a conversational moment in messages. So it, 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 it's going to be a part of the, uh, you know, the vast e-commerce uh, market uh, globally. And it's just a new way of doing e-commerce, but now with messages in a conversational form, you know, with more bots, with more automation, with a little bit of AI and some human agents uh, helping you buy things. Mm. What is next for Voynich? I mean, you guys have a focus on innovation, unified cloud communications. Tell us a little bit more on the plans for the future. Well, we think the plans for the future, uh, I mean, one big area for us is um, injecting artificial intelligence to, into all those conversations. So whether you're having a voice conversation with a contact center, whether you're sending a message, whether you're doing conversational commerce, um, if you're having conversations, right, there's, there's no point to a conversation if the person at the other end doesn't understand you and can't reply. So increasingly, as we see the world of individual separate transactions turning into you know, longer-term conversations with organizations, organizations want to automate them, and therefore they need to understand, well, what is the customer saying? What are they asking? I can't afford to have people on every conversation, so I need more AI. So we think artificial intelligence, natural language understanding, um, you know, automated responses is very important. But you have to mix that. You know, if you're going to close a complex sale, if I've got a beauty advisor for, 
uh, L'Oreal or Lancome or somebody, you know, I need to mix that with live agents. So I need to be able to very flexibly move backwards and forwards between how I'm handling a conversation in a particular channel. So I think, you know, AI and then how it mixes with everything else. And then we're obviously seeing increased channels. I mean, uh, somewhere in the future, there's a metaverse and there's a, uh, a more sort of immersive reality. Uh, and if that turns out to be important, then you're going to want to buy stuff there too. Quite a fascinating conversation we've had. been speaking with Lawrence Bett, who is the Technology Evangelist for Communications APIs at Voynich. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Lawrence. Take care and have a good day. Good day to all of you out there in Singapore. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.